Is your daughter a perfectionist? Or maybe she just worries a lot about a lot of things. Or do you find your teen girl frozen with all the what ifs? You know, mama, I know this personally all too well. The one that worries about what others think, the one who puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on herself to make sure that there are no problems or mistakes in what she's doing. You know, with the new year and all of our New Year's resolutions, we're all motivated to take it all on, including your daughter. And she may have an overwhelming desire to get her done, go full speed only to feel the burnout or worse, the overwhelming feelings of anxiety. Now, if your girl has these tendencies, she's probably experiencing anxious thoughts or symptoms of anxiety, feeling panicked, or maybe the opposite, just withdrawals, right? Withdraws into a depressive mode, right? And I want you to let you know, mama, I'm not a therapist or a licensed psychologist, but I will be talking about this. I just happen to have lived a life of being anxious. That's my life growing up. These symptoms look like this. Now, if your girl is having trouble concentrating or making decisions, feeling irritable, tense, or restless, maybe experiencing nausea or abdominal distress like gut issues, maybe having heart palpitations, sweating, trembling, or shaking that's unexplainable, having trouble sleeping, or having a sense of impending danger, panic, or doom. She's just afraid. Maybe she might be experiencing some anxious thoughts or some anxiety. Okay, mama. Preface, some of these are just plain out teenage things that teenagers feel, but there comes a time, and you know your daughter best, that maybe anxiety is setting in. Your girl probably doesn't even recognize she's even feeling these symptoms, let alone putting words to them, right? Anxiety or the feelings of anxiousness, I believe, has always been around. It's not until recently that we as a culture have been aware of it and more apt to recognizing it for what it is thanks to COVID, right? Coming out of COVID, we see a lot of anxiousness, all those symptoms I just listed just a few seconds ago. And how debilitating is it and unhealthy that it can be if we don't even address it, right? Now, let me share a quick story. The reason why I said, well, it's not until now, I didn't recognize that I had anxiety. I dealt with anxiety as a teenager, as a young kid. I recall Every, especially before the school year, my stomach would always hurt. I'd always have a bellyache. As a little kid, I'd say my mom, I would tell my mom, I have a stomachache. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Typically the day before school started, the new school year started, and I couldn't explain it. I always just thought I was sick, but not realizing that these anxious thoughts were taking over my body. And fast forward to teenager, I recall very specifically, I remember just going to my grandmother's house, visiting family from out of town, and I had a mental breakdown and I did not know why. My feet became really cold. My hands were cold. I was shaking and I couldn't stop crying. And I remember the look on my, my grandmother's face, feeling helpless, not knowing 
how to relieve the stress, how to make me feel better. And they just thought I was sick. But in actuality, I was having a full-blown panic attack. So I didn't recognize it for what it was. I just thought to myself that I must have been just super sensitive. And I got sick a lot, all the time. As a result of being super sensitive, I got sick and had stomach issues because of my worry. Every now and then, I would have a meltdown again and not know what caused it. Now, I believe anxiety just doesn't come up in a person like a light switch. It can be caused over time and what the mind and body is dealing with until the body no longer can handle it. So our minds can think, our thoughts can can live in the fear, can live in the worry, and our bodies can only handle so much. And our bodies And this is what I've learned through therapy, so this is what I'm sharing, is that our bodies can't tell the difference between anxious thoughts and actual danger because our bodies feel it the same way. And so when our bodies can no longer handle it, then the meltdowns happen. Really, I never really got to talk about it with my parents. I don't think they even acknowledge that these bouts could be a result of stress, worry, and fear. And I don't think we had that type of relationship back then either. I just needed to suck it up and move on. Or once I felt better, I must not be feeling sick anymore. And not truly dealing with the unseen mental distress that was going on in my head that would recur every now and then because it was never really dealt with, right? I think it was the very thing of sucking it up and moving it on that propelled this endless cycle of anxiousness in me. And it wasn't until I was an adult, really a full grown adult with the help of my therapist. And yes, moms, having a therapist is the best thing you can do for yourself. If you are also dealing with stress, worry, and anxiety. Um, And I learned, I learned how to manage all of this myself and recognize it first, right? When the onset comes on. I actually had a discussion with some of my girlfriends and we're talking about our kids now who are young adults who are having these panic attacks and can't explain the source of it. And to me, that is just so important to be able to teach our young girls how to one, recognize it, two, uh, put words to it and, and really, and this is what we're going to talk about today, some of the things that we need to make it okay for them to talk about the mental unhealthiness that we have. And so there's such a stigma about mental unhealthiness. We can talk all day long about being sick, even having COVID, right? We can talk about that, all the physical things that we see. But when it comes to the things we cannot see, like the mental unhealthiness that causes us to be anxious or to have depressive um symptoms, it seems like it's a taboo or something that we are just uncomfortable about talking about. So today we're going to talk about that. I spoke in a previous episode about having, about being present and how I really didn't know what that meant. Being present, just being. I didn't know the difference because of my actions of wanting to do. My mind was always doing something, which caused this cycle of mental breakdowns. And I talk about 
what being and doing and how discovering what being really meant and about slowing down in my episode 104, you should go check it out if you haven't listened to it, really, really meant and how that has helped me. So today I'm going to help you guide your girl. And mama, and if you are experiencing worry, stress, and anxiety in yourself, maybe this can help you too. Because again, like I say over and over, the best way we can guide our girl is if we're doing it ourself, right? If we're doing it ourself. So today we're gonna, I'm gonna talk to you and help you guide your girl when she starts to feel anxious and anxiety starts to overcome her. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you wanna have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. Mama, I know you are frustrated and confused about how to even approach your girl without having her give you any backlash or somehow causing any offense to her. You simply want to know more about her because for some reason, you don't even feel as connected to her. She talks less, not like how she used to, and you just wish things were different between the two of you. And you want to know whether or not things are going okay with her. That's really what you want to know. She just won't share with you. And that's the frustrating part of raising your girl. I want you to know that there is still hope. I want you to stop feeling frustrated with your current situation, and I want you to start equipping yourself with solutions to help you reconnect with your teenage daughter. I'm going to help you understand the changes happening in your girl. I'm going to help you shift your role in this season in teenhood and help you understand where exactly she is. You're going to have a crystal clear picture of who your daughter is in this stage, what she might be thinking, what she might be feeling, why the emotional outbursts. And I'm gonna teach you how to shift your role according to this season. It's something hard and you don't have to figure it out yourself. I'm gonna show you step-by-step what that's going to look like. And you're gonna learn a new way to create different communication pathways so that your girl can connect with you, feel like she belongs, feels feel like she's understood by her mama so that you both can grow closer. I want your relationship to flourish again. And by creating a space where your girl will be talking to you, built on trust, relationship, and connection. Mama, this is you. I want you to head on over to talk to your teen girl Dot com right now and let's get started. Are you ready? Okay, so let's get into the nitty gritty. You ready, mama? So one of the things we want to 
help guide her through is help her slow down. So it's plain and simple, help her slow down. If she's a doer and a go-go-goer and a perfectionist, she her mind is going even if her brain, even if her body is not. Her mind is going. It cannot shut down. So helping her slow down physically will help her mind slow down as well. So take things off her plate. Help her take things off her plate, even when she feels it's still important. Because at this state, everything is important to her. And prioritizing is going to be extremely difficult for her. So help her slow down and list everything she feels like is important that she needs to get done and help her pick just three, right? Help her just pick just three. Help her just talk through what's important about this task or project. Why do you feel like you need to do this? And then help her put some logic in it, right? Okay, we don't need to get this done yet because that's not due until two weeks from now. So we can put that aside. What do you think is due now, right? What do you think you need to do now? Believe her when she says she's feeling irritable, sick, and lightheaded. Just believe her because those are symptoms that she may not recognize that is onset of anxiousness. Your girl needs to recognize her own body changes. So first, slow her down. And then believe her when she's saying she's feeling irritable, sick, and lightheaded. This will help you help her recognize that her body needs to stop. Right? That's an indication that it's time for her to slow down. And how she can do this, again, is help her choose three must-dos for the day. So we're going to break it down from the big picture of what's due within the next week, and we're going to be hyper-focused for her and just focus on the day, focus on the baby steps, right? I know we talk about uh, bringing a bigger perspective, like we need a bigger perspective to see what really matters most. In this case, it's the bigger perspective that's overwhelming her and causing this Anxiousness, anxiousness, worry, and fear. So it paralyzes her. She's paralyzed, right? Because her body is telling her to stop, right? Her body is telling her to stop. So, and she can't move forward. But how we can help her move forward is just take on the day, day by day. Take on the day, day by day. And how you can do that is help her choose three must-dos. Allows her to only focus on those three things. If she is a list person like me, this helps her not feel so overwhelmed, right? Just stick to the three things. Just stick to the three things for today because three is doable. Three is doable. And that will help her alleviate all the other things that she needs to do and just focus on the three things. And it forces, because she's only focusing on three things, it forces her to slow down it forces her a lot of white space, which can be uncomfortable for somebody that's used to filling her time up, but it allows her for her body to regulate itself and her mind to slow down. Because in order for her body to regulate itself, her mind needs to slow down, right? Her mind is feeding her body. It's charging it up. Three things is doable. And in accomplishing three things, it will help her feel 
accomplished because she only needed to focus on three things, right? The stress level goes down, the worry goes down, and the fear goes down. Limiting to three things allows her to slow down. It allows her to calm her body down because the body can't discern between, right, stress from real danger and stress from non-dangerous tasks because our mind plays tricks on our body. So over time, her body will regulate back and she will be able to recognize, right, after she regulates herself back, she'll be able to recognize when she's starting to feel overwhelmed and anxious because there is this huge gap between her body being stressed and her body being in a calm state. For a long time, my body worked on stress. It worked on high energy. My energy was super high that I no longer recognized what it was like to slow down and just be, right? Hence my problem of not knowing what being present meant. So I was always running on 100. And over time, that beats up on me. And so when we help our girls slow down and just do three things, our body regulates itself back to normal. And when we start to feel that rush of high energy, which sometimes is good, sometimes we need to do that in bouts, right? When a project's due, we just need to do it. But we are not meant to stay there for a long period of time. We need to go back down and regulate ourselves. And this is how she can recognize right away when her body is starting to feel anxious. She can recognize those cues right? And do what's necessary, like go back to sticking to three things a day. It works, mama, because I do this myself till now. And it helps so much to regulate my mental state as well as regulate my body from having those panic attacks that's uncontrollable. Okay. So let me go back and recap what we just talked about. We want to help her slow down the whole point of Helping and guiding her is to slow down. And we want to believe her when she's feeling irritable, sick, lightheaded. She gives us those symptoms and the anxiety because we want her to recognize when her body is changing. That is self-regulation and self-recognition. When she does that, we can help her take things in baby step. We cut her time into baby steps day by day by helping her choose the three things she can do for that day because it allows her to feel accomplished, it's doable, and it allows her body to slow down and regulate itself again. Mama, this will take lots of trust and conversations between the two of you. And knowing her really, really well, and I know you do, she may not trust that you know her well, and if you find yourself needing help in creating that open communication with your girl so that she can start coming to you about the things that cause her stress, or managing her stress before they become anxiety attacks, I can equip you with the necessary tools that are provided in the Talk to Your Teen Girl framework. Together, we'll guide you through these steps like understanding your girl, shifting your role as a parent, and tools to prepare you for the important conversations that need to happen with your girl, like handling anxious thoughts. So find more details at talktoyourteengirl.com. That's TalkToYourTeenGirl.com, and I'll see you in a few days. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend 
who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.